Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 12, June 17th, 2022. So glad you could make it. Well, today's episode is called The School of Fish, PH. And uh, I, uh, this is kind of a two-part series about our own personal freedom summer, um, which will be spelled out in a little bit more detail next week on episode 13. But this definitely goes along with it. The more I, I began to think about it, I, I, this trip that I took, um, my solo trip up to Deer Creek, up to Noblesville, Indiana, a couple of weeks back, Sam graduated on June 3rd. And after like some rain all day and the, the principals and the teachers and the other staff kicking in and wiping off chairs and blowing off the um, stage with the big leaf blower and I was out there and all that kind of stuff, it was it was pretty cool with everybody kicking in. And then it, it went off with a little bit of a delay, but uh, the students were able to march in to the, to the football stadium. And, and at the end, it was just a beautiful sunset. I mean, just remarkable. Sam gave an amazing valedictory speech. Um, if I can figure out how, I'll, I'll import that audio f- into a podcast maybe um, in the next couple of weeks or so. But uh, after, you know, some of his friends came over and they pulled the, the ping pong table out onto the deck and had a good time kind of post-graduation. And it was great. I mean, it was just fantastic. And then that next morning, that next Saturday morning, I took off on a on a solo trip up to, like I said, Deer Deer Creek, which is uh, a little bit what north east of Indianapolis. And so it was about an eight hour drive to get from my house up that way. Just kind of go over to go across the mountains to Knoxville and then take a right and then roll on. But uh, it was a tough drive for me. I have issues. Uh, as we have discussed each week, that's why it's called DT Madness in part. But um, I have this, uh, one of my issues is being able to let go and not be in control. And so driving away and thinking about being eight hours, if, if my kids were to need me or if Sarah was to need me or, you know, like it, it, I have this problem of needing to be at least feeling like I have a sense of control. And again, we'll talk more about the freedom from that, that we're striving for next week. But it was an anxious trip, um, dealing with my own fears and worries. And, and then I got to this bridge going across the Ohio River. And I had a, a COL, Sydney and I text COL to each other because we chuckle out loud. But uh, it was not quite like the bridge that I talked about in my fears episode, but uh, it was still kind of like that. And so just tr- having to cross over that bridge, thinking about the metaphor, yeah, it was funny. I also had to go really long stretches without um, finding a rest area, and that was too bad. But uh, anyway, I finally got there uh, about eight hours of, of driving, and, and then got to this place where I was staying, which is called the Prairie Guest Home, which is just phenomenal. Um, if 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 and hopefully when we go back to Deer Creek next year when Fish plays, 
I can't wait to book this place for Sarah and me and hopefully several of of our friends. Um, It's a bed and breakfast, but it's got like a yoga studio with it. The main house is where the breakfast is. Just really cool looking. I'll post some pictures on Instagram at DT underscore madness. Um, And then the the other house with uh, probably six or eight rooms. Very quiet, very clean. The bed was was really firm, but, uh, which I I was kind of worried about when I first plopped down onto it because I got the memory foam here at the house. uh, And, uh, but, but I actually slept really well on that, on that thing. So, uh, it, it was pretty cool, but just, just an amazing place, the Prairie guest home. So I I hope you'll check it out. If you're ever up at the Deer Creek area, Ruoff music center, something like that's what it's called now. But I got there, I got to the Prairie Guest Home, got situated, and then took off to the venue. And it took me just one U-turn to figure out the parking situation, trying to get in that first day. It was the second night of uh, shows. The Fish played three nights there, but I was up there only for the Saturday and Sunday. And I, I once I got situated, I, I, I went and rented a $10 um, chair, uh, one of those lawn chairs that I've never done before. I'm usually just a blanket guy, but I'm 44. So I was looking for a spot to be able to chill during set break. Cause I knew this was a three hour deal. Plus I had just driven eight hours after being awake a couple of nights in a row. And, um, and also I thought since this is a solo trip, I didn't know anybody else up there that it'd be kind of good to be able to mark my spot, uh, which did work out worked out very well. Um, I, I, I got my spot just, just right center down close to the front of the lawn on the first night. And then I uh, went and into the, into the uh, pavilion area and found some food. I was going to get the impossible burger. Sydney and I got the impossible burger at the Dave Matthews concert at, at Charlotte. And, um, because I have not eaten red meat in about a year and a half and she hasn't eaten meat in mm, 13 years. I don't know. She's been a vegetarian for a long time and we, we, the impossible burger was okay. I mean, you know, it tasted almost too much like too much like meat, but that's what I was looking for, but they didn't have it. They only had the impossible burger or the impossible meat Philly cheesesteak. And I'm not really a Philly guy. Um, the spicy is, I know I sound picky, but hey, um, third life, man. So I got to do what I got to do. Um, but I, I, I bought me a tank top while I was there. I'm a tank top guy. And also, I just went ahead and got some show tenders. I actually took a picture of them and texted my friend Gabe because I think that's his, I think he's probably coined that term as well. Uh, but got some old, you know, fried chicken tenders and French fries with some honey mustard and and it hit the spot. I was drinking the the new canned water that they have now called liquid death, which uh, makes you feel pretty, pretty bad to the bone while you're drinking that. Um, But then went and got in my spot and I was around just a crazy bunch of folks, which is going to be anywhere you sit at a fish concert. Um, One guy looked like Russell from survivor and he was decked out. I mean, there are a lot of people that wear their, their show costumes, you know, and, he had his buttons and his 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 do rag, and he was wide open for sure. Uh, but anyway, um, first night I was really tired, but then the house music dropped, and the roar of the crowd and the boys came out on stage, 
And I, this is maybe a, a a bit of a nerdy episode. I'm I'm going to take you through the the set list and, and give a little bit of commentary on it. I hope you can pull some stuff from this episode, but maybe this one's maybe this one's just for me. Um, I hadn't seen fish in since since uh, it was like eight thousand four hundred days since whenever Y2K, you know, down in uh, Big Cypress Reservation down in in Florida. Um, and I hadn't seen fish since then. So it'd been 22 years, uh, 22 and a half, I guess. And, but here I was, and now they come out and they opened up with a song called turtle in the clouds. And that was cool. It's from a, a cover album they did where they pretend to be a whole different band. I'm not going to get too far into the weeds with, with the fish nerddom, but, uh, um, it's a, it's a great song and a new song, newer. I mean, uh, let me say this. There's different eras of fish. 1.0 is kind of like 2000 and before, and then they had some breakups and they had some hiatuses, hiatus. And so they're in 3.0. Sometimes people say 4.0 era, <clears throat> excuse me. And so turtle in the clouds is definitely not 1.0. It's a newer song. That's what I mean by that. Um, the first lyric is one of the first lyrics is my friends are dancing on the hillside for the first time in a long time. And so of course I thought they were singing that about me, but they played turtle in the clouds, a great uh, fun song, perfect opener. I love turtles. And then they went into a song called undermine, which you know, it was okay. Um, and then the third song in, they went to drift while you're sleeping. And that was one of the three that I was hoping for. While I was up there for the weekend, it comes from an album that Trey wrote called Ghosts of the Forest. And he wrote that album when one of his friends passed just a couple of years ago. And Drift While You're Sleeping is, I don't know, 10 or 12 minute. Um, just, it's a force, you know, it's got a bunch of different changes. It's definitely a, a composition. Um, and, and, you know, we dream and we struggle together. But love will carry us through the, the, the thin bubble he talks about. I just encourage you. I encourage you to look up the album Ghosts of the Forest and listen to it all the way through. But at least listen to Drift While You're Sleeping. And if it's not your kind of music, at least read the lyrics. Um, I had the chills all the way through that. Um, it's been a mantra for me for the past couple of years. It's one of the songs that drew me back into fish after, um, you know, a couple of decades away. So anyway, that was kind of where it got started, but still a newer song. And then they played a, a, a cover um, called Strawberry Letter 23. Very groovy tune. Um, I had heard it when I listened to the number show from the Halloween run, but uh, very good. And then Stealing Time from the Faulty Plan, one of the better, like, rockin' new ones. Got a blank space where my mind should be, the song goes. Got a cliff bar and some cold green tea. Got clouds that seem to follow me. Got strange demands piled up on me. Got memories. Memories of being free. And so, yeah, again, like, I'm in this thing. I'm there by myself. Of course, I think it's all uh, playing for me. Probably everybody did. But uh, that was a good one. And then they jumped into Runaway Jim, which is the first of the old kind of 1.0 era songs. And it took me back because, 
the 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 set before the you know look at Big Cypress again they played from midnight till sunrise you know after we switched over into 2000 but they played a set of music before that and they opened that thing up with Runaway Jim and me and all my buddies were coming in a little bit late or right on time you know and so I just remember kind of hopping and frolicking down um in the big giant field that they had where they were playing to Runaway Jim and so it took me back um and then they played Camel Walk, where the lyric says, "I'm gonna strut my blues away," and it it's funky. And I was I was getting down for sure. And then a huge Timber, Jerry the Mule, which was amazing. And then Julius, which is just freaking rocking. I mean, with your past and your future precisely divided. Am I at that moment? I haven't decided. Go to the words, but oh man, the whole crowd was just absolutely rocking. And what I thought was going to be the first set closer, but it wasn't. They went into a tune called split open and melt, which is another classic gets kind of uh, eerie. This version does um, in a good way. And, but, but being the veteran that I am, I know that the halftime break, the set break is going to be really crowded. And so I went ahead and made the bathroom run during this tune, at least at the beginning of it and got back to the jam um, and then picked up, a Pepsi because that's my drug of choice these days, the caffeine. Um, and so I needed a little bit of boost after driving all day, uh, and then settled in and had my cliff bar and my Pepsi there. Uh, or was it the go macro bar? I think it was with the, with the caffeine and at the sweet awakening, definitely recommended. Um, but anyway, that was that. And then set break was cool. Just kind of chilling and being in myself, uh, in my own mind, but probably texting and, uh, I'm sure doing some Instagram story and all that kind of stuff set two opened up with you enjoy myself, which is just a, a fish classic. Um, I used to play this song to my kids when they were little. I mean, babies, uh, my friend always said it sounded like carnival music. And so, I mean, yeah, I just had all the, all the feels and you enjoy myself, probably a good 20 minute jam went into another 20 minute jam called a wave of hope. And this is really where things begin to get real for me. I hadn't really heard the song much. I've heard it a little bit. I mean, it's kind of a Trey, Trey uh, Anastasio original. And, but he's, the, the lyrics go, you know, from out of the chaos, a wave appears. And then it goes and says, I have grown my wings. I am flying. Ascending now, I am soaring. Untied my wrists and flew away. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And that this too shall pass is what really stuck with me all that night, all the next night, and still is something that is driving my thoughts about Freedom Summer and things like that. And I don't just mean that like the bad times will pass, but they will, but it, but it all will. T- time is, is moving on, you know, and regardless of even if I'm in a bad situation for years and years and years and years and years, it, it will pass. Like there's no, there's no stopping it. And that's part of my issue, right? Like, as I mentioned, going out, even driving away, I have this desire to want to be in control, but I'm not, you know, I'm not. One of the songs I'd hoped to get was, was lizards, but you know, they played it the Friday because I know I need to surrender to the flow. Um, this too shall pass. 
whatever it is, even the, even the, the joys and the, and the beauties, you know, all of that, all the good stuff too, like time is moving. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't know that it's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I might think about that, but um, it's comforting. It is. It's comforting in a way. It's, it's, there's some type of release there, but anyway, a wave of hope. That was a, it was a big moment. It went into a song called Bug, which a lot of people kind of sat down to, especially after 40 minutes of straight um, groove there to start set two. But, oh man, I was up for it. And I was pumping my fists at the high points. And the, a song called Gata Jabu, which is a groovy jam, into a, a song called The Howling, which was just straight funk. And it made me want to see Jojo Herman from Widespread Panic sit in and just go back and forth with Paige. Oh man. Uh, and then they closed set two with Good Times, Bad Times, a, Ze- a Zeppelin cover. And Paige McConnell, um, the, the, the keyboardist for Fish, just nailed it. I mean, just nailed it, you know, um, with the vocals. And it was just a rocker. And then the encore came, and they played the song called Maze. And it was it was a really slowed down version, slowed down and groovy. I, you know, it was cool at first because it was different. Um, and I suppose if I've been going to see a shows for, for the last couple of decades and had heard Maze a bunch of different times, then maybe I would have been more happy about the slowed down groove. But I, I kind of wanted to hear the regular song, not that it was bad. And then I, you know, I don't know. I was hoping for one more, but that was it. That was it. So um, anyway, that was the that was the first night. And that'll take us to halftime. Pushing wrong buttons again. This episode might take us, uh, I don't know, more than more than the usual 30, but we'll see. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and talk about the second night here at halftime, and then I'll get back into it. But a couple of things I want to mention, like, there's this song that they opened the second night with called Sand. And they, I mean, they just jammed it out for about 30 minutes. Just, mm, just so good. But, but what I want to mention here, and this will come back up next week too, is that, I don't know, 20,000 people. I think, I think I looked it up. I think it's like 20 something thousand that this venue holds. And for the entire 20, 30 minutes of this groove, everybody was dancing like doing their own moves i don't know what i look like i feel like i got it going on but i i imagine everybody feels like they got it going on or really they just they do have it going on that's my point like everybody's kind of doing their own you know this one guy was throwing his arms out kind of chicken dance i mean it was almost like chicken dancing but he had it going one guy had the smooth like oh what's the kid's name on on Charlie Brown, like where he's just kind of shrugging his shoulder shoulders. He, he had that going on. I mean, just one guy just kind of doing the twist, but like big burly dudes and little scrawny people and you know, whatever, man, like everybody had their thing going and they weren't worried about anything. They were completely comfortable in their own expression in each move that they were making all along, completely comfortable, you know, but together, I, I don't know how to put that into into better words. And there's a there's a release in that, you know. 
I, I might have mentioned this before, but one of the one of the formative times in my life, this used to be uh, we would have Monday night guys time down in this basement um, at a house we called CDH when I was a part of Broad River Church. And it was just a bunch of guys down there. We would watch football sometimes, but it turned into a thing where we got to really sharing about our lives and about our fears and about our worries. And the, the thing that struck us was that, you know, when I would say something that worried me or that I had a fear about or that it made me mad or that I did whatever, you know, like other folks would step up and be like, oh, yeah, me too. And we began to realize that we are all very similar in the way that we process things. But I don't know, like maybe there's an evolutionary advantage to ridiculing the other, you know, to shaming differences and nuances, because that's something that we do as humans for sure. You know, it's easy to say, hey, be vulnerable, but when you are vulnerable and you expose some type of difference, something that's not in the norm, you you get ridiculed. Like you, you face that possibility. That's for sure. And that's just, it's just really too bad. Because when we develop this notion that we're the only one with the fears that we have or the limitations that we have or the the physical maladies or the dreams or whatever, like when we feel like we're the only one and we don't want to share that with other people because we have this um, fear of being ridiculed or shamed, that's so debilitating. You know, it's so freeing to be able to express yourself without worrying and, and be accepted I just hope that we can get to that. I hope that I, I at least hope that you can find your people. You know, I hope that you can find your people that you can share the things that you might feel shame about, that you might think that you're the only one. Because I, I feel like maybe we're just so closed off now that we've forgotten our common humanity. Anyway, so the other thing, and Isaac, Isaac is really excited about this for me, is uh. I'm thinking about getting into belly dancing, you know, it's super fit. Um, it's a great fitness routine, you know, and, um, I can express myself that way. So what do you think? I think I could be a great belly dancer. All right, then let's, uh, let's move on to the second day. I I woke up at prairie breakfast. I'm sorry, prairie guest house and went over and, and had the breakfast. It was amazing. The people were so super friendly. Um, but not like, I don't know, Sarah and I went to a a bed breakfast one time out in mm, somewhere on the coast of California. And it was weird. It was weird. Like the, the person was all up in our business. You know what I mean? Like it was just weird, but, um, these people were super chill. Um, they knew why we were there. I think everybody there was, was going to the fish shows. Um, so I had the breakfast and then, Went back over and then I actually started grading AP government exams, which I just finished today, which is pretty cool because I'm going to make money doing that. But I was grading um, for the college board. And so I would click off. I think I clicked off about 300 or so during the day because it was so super quiet. I got to sit out in the shade. It was cool and not humid up in Noblesville during that particular weekend. Um, the Wi-Fi worked great. So I'm just sitting there doing my thing, grading AP exams, listening to some jazz, um, uh, Miles Davis, I think a little bit. And then Joshua Redman, um, 
I went to lunch at a place called, I don't know how they say it. I'm going to say Psalms, S-A-H-M, which is funny because that is how me and my friend David talk about my son, Psalm, and we put H's in everything. So we don't have plans. We have plans and we don't drive a van. We drive a bond. I know that's weird to y'all, but I'm just telling you that's however that morphed. That's how we talk. And so when I saw that there was a place called Psalms, had to go. I went and got just a fantastic sandwich, avocado, alpha, alpha, sprouts, uh, alpha, alpha, and um, like some turkey. And I think there was some bacon, which I did eat first time in a while. Um, but anyway, did that, came back, scored some more AP exams. And then I, I, I took off on to the place and got there early. I thought the gates opened at five, but they didn't. They opened at 530. So I was definitely first in line. I, I just want to say like the, the parking lot, scene was fantastic charlotte you need to learn something the is it called pnc in charlotte it's just atrocious it's horrible takes uh, even with the premier parking it took us about 45 minutes to get out um but deer creek in out so easy very dusty but definitely so easy and um you know the first night i left i I walked up to the top um right at the end of the second set for the encore and you know, was ready to roll out, did walked out and then drove back to my place, which is only about a 15 minute ride. Uh, and so it was just, it was just really a really good setup, but I got back. Like I said, I was early getting there the second day I had learned from where the shade was going to be. So I went and rented my chair and posted my spot in between G and F the big giant poles and front of the lawn, easy access to get out to the walkway and set i mean i'm just set now the first night i was around some people like i said the guy that looked like russell there was a a guy that was like super super guy super fish guy and he knew all the words and he knew all the songs and like made the made the faces when he didn't want to hear the song and like was demonstrative with his dancing to let you know that he knew a part was coming whatever you know and uh but there were some other cool people around and there were these guys that kept talking about the finer parts of, of the whiskey and how it gets Asian, whatever. Like I'm, I'm listening to all these kinds of things, just, just people watching. And, uh, but there was this one guy that kept twisting his plastic bottle over and over, just crunching. It, it was driving me insane. Um, but anyway, uh, so here I am in the shade, set it up the, the second night and I'm with the, with the main people this time, like folks that have been seeing fish since 92, 93 and just super chill. Um, folks reminding me of my friend john king uh, reminding me of the little king from around here and also this guy named ken wilbur that's who i imagined that i was with I, I didn't have a whole lot of conversations with people um i was up there on a solo trip i'm not a very social person i'm definitely introverted in a lot of ways uh in most of the ways um but anyway super cool scene and then they opened up with um, I, well, I didn't tell you about this guy. I'll have to talk to him about him next week. I'll, I'll put it in halftime, but there was this guy that worked at the Prairie Guest Home and he was Rastafari. He, he was a, a definitely a white guy, but oh man, I'll just have to, I'll just have to leave that there. We're, we're running along already. So second night, um, they opened up with the Beatles while my guitar gently weeps. And it just got everybody ready, you know, into a song called My Soul, Rift, like classic solid fish, horn, 
And then a song called Wombat, which is a kind of a fun, uh, almost like a rap type song at the beginning, but then just gets real groovy into a song called Evolve, which was one that I hadn't heard before. And I'm looking up the lyrics as they're playing it and reading it. And it says, first came the light, then came the sound, then came the worlds that can never slow down. Then came the people with problems and hope. They don't mean a thing that that don't mean a thing. If they just knew the scope, if they just knew the scope again, this too shall pass. Like this whole thing is just so much bigger. I got to let go. You know, I got to let go of myself um, and stop clinging so tightly to surrender. So yeah, I really like that one evolve and it's one I've been listening to. And then Gaudi, which is about an ugly pig and some dreams. And there's just this triumphant, ah, like peak in the song, everybody's hands up. Um, one of the, one of the band members, I don't know which one does. It makes this kind of growling pig voice at the end. And it was the way that he was doing, it was just overly pronounced and it was making Trey laugh. And you can see that on the video screen, just, just a good time into a song called limb by limb. And then Mercury, which again, the lyrics, the net's unbreakable. So don't worry about falling. The voice that you ignore might be your future calling. Alone, we're tossed about like a bottle in the sea, but together we ascend and only then escape this gravity. Super, super groovy tune and just really meaningful lyrics to me. And then they closed out. Again, thought that was done, but they went into the MoMA dance, which is just the straight funk of fish took me back to when I lived at Juniper, Juniper Terrace with my friend Topher and we would listen to this album all the time set two, as I mentioned already they opened up with with sand if you can heal the symptoms but not affect the cause it's quite a bit like trying to heal a gunshot wound with galls uh, okay fish all right so don't just deal with the symptoms but deal with the cause 30 minute groove you know and I mean it gets really what fish fans call type two, um, type two jams, you know, just really dissonant, eerie, kind of creepy. I don't know, like easy to get lost in. And it was something that I was thinking about during that is life brings that to you. You know, life brings dissonance. It brings discord. And I was battling literally during this song to, to keep some groove like to continue to dance through the groove and i'll just say this here like i was getting down as much as anybody there drinking my pepsi but anyway but but how do we dance through this dissonance or maybe the question is how do we dance to the dissonance during those thoughts i'm not even kidding i got a text from my friend jane and my friend jane was sitting out like they had just cleaned out their house and she was, they were burning an old swing set that she had had um, since she was a kid and was thinking about me because she, she knew about me watching my house, <clears throat> the campus house burn, the, the house that I grew up in where, where those ghosts were released. And she was thinking about that as well. I was like, man, you know, Jane and I've had a couple of these, um, connecting experiences in the past month or so like where the things that we're thinking about are fairly much right on par but uh anyway i told her i was like oh man here, let me just tell you what i'm thinking about but but how do we dance 
to that dissonance or through the dissonance. Maintaining perspective like, I don't know. If you, if you know, let me know about that. But it's something I'm going to continue to think about. Um, they, they, they went into a song called Sigma Oasis, which was kind of weird at first because they had just come through this amazing jam, this amazing 30-minute epic sand. Uh, but the Sigma Oasis fit in. They have a lyric called Fears and Illusions, so take off your mask, which which is kind of controversial there for a little bit. They weren't trying to make a political statement. This song was written before COVID. But fear is an illusion, so take off your mask. Oh, man, okay. Back into sand. And then 20 years later, which is one of the three songs I wanted to hear, only because this was me. 20 years later, here I am back at Fish. Uh, 20 years later, I'm still upside down. It's a small world. It's turning real fast. Check out the lyrics to 20 years later. I'm just fist bumping on this one. Like, okay. Um, and then they went into a song called the mango song, which I usually skip if I'm listening to it around here, but it was just, it was super fun live. And it gave me a new perspective on that particular, on that particular song. And then they went into what I thought was the, the set closer. Um, another kind of Trey song called rise come together and just a really positive feel good song. That is a great closer for a set. The lyrics say, from high above, we're all the same down here. Without a map, the lines all disappear. We're so tired of our senseless fight. The one thing we can all do right is come together, come together. We're all looking for a little more love to shine a light and lift us up. When you hold me heartbeat to heartbeat, I'm a part of you and you're a part of me. And we rise up and come together. And I mean, this just super, you know, this is the end of a three night run. The second night for me, 20 something thousand people just in unison shouting, come together, come together. And so I walk up, I'm doing my trick. Like um, I'm walking up to the top so that I can, I can bust out and beat the, beat the traffic out because that, that had to be the, the end of the set. And so I'm ready for the encore, but it wasn't. They dropped into a fish classic called Free. And oh man, I was up at the top, but I had to I had to walk back down the hill and get into the mix for this one because it is just, um, yeah, it was what's up. And then they they come out with the encore. The four guys come up to do this acapella version of a song called "Grind," um, which is kind of just a fun tune about how many days they've been alive and whatever. Um, it's just amazing though because every single person. And people are on a three-day bender, you know, like most of these people have been on a three-day bender, 20-something thousand people, every single person gets quiet. It's amazing how fish can control, can hold an audience that way. And then they played Grind, and then they closed it out with a perfect ending, a song called Slave to the Traffic Light, which I would argue is one of the greatest songs. If you, if you ever catch an album called Fish, a live one. Check out that version of Slave to the Traffic Light, and uh, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. But there I go. I take off, head back, back at my place in 15 minutes. Um, even graded a few more AP exams before midnight when the when the system shut down. Went to sleep. I mean, I'd packed up all my stuff. I carried it all out to the car so I could be ready to roll out in the morning when I woke up. I woke up at around 3:50 a.m. Um, and then I was like, oh man, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. Went laid back down 
but knew I wasn't going back to sleep. So I took off, um, drove the first couple hours in the dark, listening to Mandolin Orange, now called Watchtower, Watchtower, Watch House, Watch House. And um, made great time, went to the Starbucks at 6 a.m. when it opened. I have no idea where I was. I went in. They were still arranging the things. I'm like, what do you have for breakfast? And she says, all the things we usually have. And I'm, I just had to say, I don't know those things. Anyway, ended up with a bagel, rolling down with my coffee, turned on the, the last, the, the shows that I had just been to on the live fish app. And both those shows carried me the next six hours home. Uh, even though I got behind every wide load in history coming through the mountains and, and people were not in the left lane Trey. The, the previous show I was at at Big Cypress at Y2K, he got on, we, we were all on ABC, like Dick Clark's New Year's or whatever it was. And he had a message of peace and love. And his message of peace and love for the 21st century was stay out of the left lane unless you're passing. And if you do that, then we'll all have peace and love in the 21st century. But that is not what people were doing on the way, on the way home. I definitely hit the rest areas as they appeared on the ride home, both to kind of make sure that I was awake, but, uh, because yeah, I didn't want to have to get into the same situation that I did on the way up, which I will leave to your imagination in the big jar I had. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was an amazing, amazing trip. I can't wait to see fish play again. Um, Sam and I are going up to New York at the end of July. Um, and we'll see them at a place called Jones Beach Amphitheater in Long Island. Um, and I hope to go to Raleigh as well. But just such meaningful lyrics, amazing, amazing music. Very, very cool people. It was a solo trip for me. It was something that I really needed. Some things that I'm really trying to let go of. Um, but anyway, I'll talk more about Freedom Summer and what that means for our family, what I hope that means for, for me and for you next week. But until then, this has been a Church of Six production brought to you by the Bucket of Life, the Foundation Tower of Stone, the Wall of Belief, magic rock peace my friends